Hello one, hello all, welcome in. Take a seat. You're just in time for another spot of NXT. My name is Adam, I'm your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK, because nobody else will. Last week on the show, Mako Satomura finished the gauntlet to earn herself a title shot at Kaylee Ray, and then promptly got kicked in the chops for it. Beyond that, not much happened with any long-term impact. This week, a kid defends the Heritage Cup against Tyler Bate, Noam Dar hosts Ilya Dragunov on Supernova Sessions, and maybe Rampage vs. Wolfgang? Still not sure when that match is happening. I apologize for being a couple of days late with the episode here. I worked on Monday, since I'm not working on Saturday, and then yesterday I was running all over the place and getting my second Moderna dose, which is why I'm fucking logy as shit today, so I apologize in advance. This is the May 20th, 2021 episode of NXT UK. Let's dive right in. According to Peacock, this is NXT UK Season 4, Episode 20, so expect Matt Riddle to do a run-in in the main event. We open with a vignette on a kid and Tyler Bate. Far as I can tell, it's the same one from last week, recapping their previous matches, interspersed with them talking to each other from the face-to-face a couple of weeks ago. Opening video, and Andy welcomes us in. He says, Tonight, history may be made. Tyler Bate may become the first superstar to win both the NXT UK and Heritage Cup championships. Up first, however, finally, Rampage Brown versus Wolfgang. The Coffee Brothers send Wolfie to the ring on his own. This should be fun. The bell rings and we lock up. Wolfgang takes the neck crank and mares Brown over. Cover gets a quick one and Brown takes the neck. He mares Wolfgang over. We return to vertical and just slug it out. Off the ropes, Wolfgang hits a big drop kick. Then he sends Brown hard into the buckles. Rampage avoids the charge in the corner and Wolfgang hits the floor. We slug it out against the barricade. Then Wolfgang picks up Rampage and smashes him into the ring post ribs first. Back into the ring, Rampage selling the ribs. He starts to fight back but gets whipped into the corner and then a backbreaker gets a two count. Wolfgang wants a modified abdominal stretch, but Rampage blocks it, so Wolfgang goes for the body scissors instead. Wolfgang grabs the trapezius, Brown drives his elbow into Wolfgang's knee to break the hold, and we slug it out once more. A giant splash from Wolfgang to the back of Rampage gets a two count. Did Stamford not give NXT UK access to the crowd noise database they use for Thunderdome? I've already heard that generic uh, cheer three times this episode. Rampage wants an Irish whip, but his shoulder is fucked. Wolfgang hits a massive spear and gets a two count. Then he tries the abdominal stretch again. Rampage hip tosses out of it. Wolfgang wants another spear, but Rampage knees him in the head. Giant clothesline off the ropes from Rampage, and he somehow manages to doctor bomb Wolfgang for the three count. That was quite enjoyable. Replays, selling, celebration, and Nigel sends us to Tyler Bate warming up backstage. Trent Seven is there as well. Andy then throws it to the UKPC earlier this week, where Ashton Smith is beating up a medicine ball. The disembodied voice asks him about being a dad and an NXT UK superstar at the same time. Teoman interrupts to wish him congratulations, which Ashton points out that his kid was born a year ago. Teoman, inter- Teoman expresses how important his family is, then vaguely threatens him. He asks where Oliver Carter is and then walks off. Then a video of Ava Valkyrie running through the woods and throwing sticks at trees. Then she falls down. When we come back, Rampage is walking backstage during break. The disembodied voice asks him about his injuries. He doesn't want to talk about it. He turns the corner and finds Gallus. Joe says he'll give Rampage time to heal up, and when Brown is ready, he'll come find him. Enter a mall, so I guess Zaya Brookside is all healed up from that undefined injury that only lasted long enough to keep her out of the gauntlet match last week. The bell rings, and Zaya goes right for Amal, who grabs the ropes for safety. Into the corner for a monkey flip that gets a one count. Zaya takes the wrist and whoops on, on Amal for a bit. Into the ropes for another break, then Amal drags Zaya to the floor, slamming her into the apron and then the barricade. Back into the ring, Amal continues the offense. A big body slam and an elbow drop gets a two count. Broski boot by Amal. This gets another two count. 
Splash in the corner gets a one count for Amal, hard into the buckles, but Zaya tries to fight back. She avoids a charge and gets a couple drop kicks, then a head scissor and a sling blade. This gets a two. Amal with a short forearm to the jaw, then a northern light suplex for two. Into the corner again, and Brookside gets the boots up. She goes up top, but Amal pulls her down. Big screaming spine buster, and Amal gets the three count to the shock of Andy Shepard. Replays, Amal screams some more, and we watch A-Kid warm up. Elsewhere, the disembodied voice tries to talk to Shaw Samuels, who doesn't care. Nathan Fraser appears to complain about Samuels sticking his nose in Nate's business. They'll fight next week, assuming Fraser can find Mr. Saint. When we return, we're shown a recap of the last fall of the gauntlet match last week and the aftermath Supernova Sessions time. Noam welcomes us in and brings in Ilya Dragunov. Noam says he wants to do something a little different. He wants to make a safe space where Ilya can work through his aggression. Welcome to the Supernova Spa. Noam has a customized monogrammed robe for himself, but unfortunately all he has for Ilya is a kid's dinosaur robe. Noam asks Ilya where the rage came from, maybe when he lost to Walter. Ilya explains the pain and suffering he's felt since that loss, but he says he's not that person anymore. He knows what he does has consequences. Dar has a gift for him. It's Lenny the Therapy Dog, a stuffed puppy in a harness. Not that kind of harness. Noam tells Ilya that any time he feels that rage, just pet the dog and count to ten. It's not a, it's not a bad gift. I mean, honestly, not a, not a bad gift. Ilya calls Noam a clown and says that if Noam invited him here to trigger him, he can still hurt Noam very, very badly. Dar calls Ilya a fake, says he's a scared little boy deep down. He was scared of Walter, and he's scared of Noam. Dar calls for the theme song. Ilya stalks off, but returns to claim Lenny. Noam throws the robe after him, the, the dinosaur robe, not the one he was wearing. And we go to somewhere earlier this week where Sam Gradwell is loudly looking for Sid Scala. He says that NXT UK is the most hazardous workplace in the United Kingdom. He wants revenge for being attacked last week. Sid says he'll speak to Mr. Saint. He picks up the phone and we go to break. When we return, Sid has an announcement. In two weeks, Noam Dar and Ilya Dragunov will face off and Joe Coffey will take on Rampage Brown. Main event time now, Heritage Cup Championship match pitting Tyler Bate against A-Kid. We get entrances and introductions. Andy wonders aloud if A-Kid is kissing the cup goodbye and we begin. We circle, and we circle, and we lock up. Quick counters, and we circle some more. We continue to do the counter dance, and we circle some more. Knuckles immediately broken by Bait. More showy counters. Kid eventually ends up with an arm bar, but only for like 10 seconds. Bait with a monkey flip, but Kid doesn't relinquish the wrist. Bait with a couple mares. Again, Kid does not release. More dancing, and the round ends. Yay. Round two begins with a headlock takedown by Kid. We fight back to vertical. Kid gets sent off the ropes, and Bait takes the waist, and we're back to dancing. Kid takes the head again, bait with the head scissor. Kid rolls this into a shoulder stretch. Bait finally fights out and we circle. Bait with the headlock, off the ropes, and the round ends. Round three begins and we circle. We play patty cake and we lock up. Kid wants the waist. Bait grabs the wrist and fights into the mat. Kid with the reversal. Bait takes the head into the corner for some dumb shit and we alternate snapmares a bunch of times. Kid gets a bow and arrow for like two seconds and then there's a two count. Strikes against the ropes. Bates' fist sends Kid to the floor for all of a second and a half. Kid with the waist lock takedown. Off the ropes. Kid, uh... Oh, off the ropes, Kid kips up into the fist. The Kid tries to hip-toss bait over the ropes on the charge, and they both tumble to the floor, and the round ends. Round four begins, and bait charges with a hard elbow. Kid fights out of the suplex, and we slug it out. Kid with a big double boot to the face. The fisherman's suplex gets a two-count for Kid. Kid catches a dive into an awkward backslide for two, and we roll around. Into the airplane spin from bait, Kid turns it into a sleeper hold. He releases it for a charging kick to the chest for a two-count, then right back to the sleeper. Bait backs Kid into the buckles and catches him coming off the ropes with an uppercut. Kid counters a suplex into a front headlock. Body scissors in, but Bait is able to get to his feet. Brainbuster by Bait with five seconds to go. The cover gets a one count before the bell rings. Round five, zero all, and Shepard says this is why the Heritage Cup has become such a prestigious championship. Yeah, okay, sure. 
Knuckles in the covers by Bate, but no falls. Bate with a massive German suplex for a two-count. Kid counters the Tyler Driver into a cover for two. We bridge Bate with the Tyler Driver, and Kid kicks out. Bate goes to the top rope. He misses the corkscrew splash, and Kid goes for the arm breaker. Bate blocks it and fights out. Kid avoids the diving punch and wants the umaplata now. Bate lasts the 15 seconds or so until the bell rings, and we go to the final round with no score. Trent Seven dives into the ring for some reason. Kind of looks like a goof. Bate makes Trent promise not to throw in the towel, which they were teasing during the last six seconds of that match or so. Uh, of that round, rather. Round six begins with Bate avoiding a running kick from Kid. Bate nails uh, a rebound clothesline. Kid counters the Tyler Driver with a Hurricane Rana for two. We trade missed kicks, and Bate punches Kid in the mouth. Kid super kicks Bate, and SummerSlam 92 wins the Heritage Cup for Tyler Bate. Seriously? After all that, the victory comes... On a countered schoolboy? How prestigious. To replays we go. Kid hands the cup over. Bate thanks him and holds the cup aloft. Seven applauds. Kid is sad. Tyler poses. Trent is still excited. Kid is still sad. And we go off the air. That was so annoying. I've talked about this elsewhere, uh, but it really fucking irks me when wrestling looks like dancing. I'm never able to explain it well. Uh, and in the current state I'm in, I'm sure I still won't, but... I want to at least be able to pretend that wrestling is actual competition and not two guys in the back before uh, beforehand going, I'll do this, and you'll do that, and I'll do this, and you'll do that, and then we'll both do this, and then we'll get up and we'll look at each other and the crowd will go wild. I've never seen an instance where that looks good to me. They always go too fast and it just looks fake as hell. That was like the first four rounds of this Heritage Cup match. With that said, I, I appreciate them finally not having a match where it's one-to-one going into the final round, which I think has happened maybe once before when Mastiff KO'd whoever it was in the first round of the tournament. Unfortunately, it was still tied going into the last round, which honestly makes the previous five rounds seem kind of pointless. I was honestly expecting them to go to another sudden death, which is somehow worse. But again, after all that, kickouts of big moves, signature moves, finishers, etc., the match ends with when Bate counters a schoolboy. Felt very anticlimactic to me. They did not announce a goddamn thing for next week, though I feel like last week they announced something in two weeks. I don't know. It'll be a surprise. Until then, thanks, as always, for hanging out with me. Sorry again that this was a couple days late and probably not that great. Thanks, vaccine. Uh, Anyway, wear your masks, distance your socials, get your vaccine, and join me next week. But for now, tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work. In my case, back to bed. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.